broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Good morning, everyone. It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Midtown Business Radio Show. Thanks for making us a part of your day again today. Pleased to have you with us. It is our ongoing series with the Atlanta Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. We've been sitting down with them every month now for, I guess, three months now. And I am joined in the studio by my usual co-host on this show with Emma Folks of Folks Steel Wealth Management and Bruce Logue of Corbell Group with Keller Williams here in the Atlanta area. Thanks for being in the studio again, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Good morning. Full studio. Yes, we do. We have some great guests this morning. We have Sandy Mullet from First Data. We have Dan Dunlop from Dunlop Productions. And our special guest today, we have Sheila Merritt from the AGLCC. Well, with uh, all these folks that we have to uh, to talk to, we probably better get started. So uh, yes. what, what, what do we got going on? We, got, we have Dan here. Dan, you were a recent guest, uh, I believe a few months ago, but we asked you to come back. Um, the AGLCC made a commitment this year to deepen the relationships that we have between our members and our corporate partners. And we kicked off our first procurement spotlight a few months ago Absolutely. at Cox Communications. And we ca- we had our own version of the Shark Tank which you were one of the contestants. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that experience? Yeah, sure. What a great experience it was, first of all. And I'm so uh, grateful to, to Cox Communications for opening their doors to us. It was, it was an amazing event. Uh, first one, like you said, out of the shoot with the uh, procurement spotlight. And uh, I don't know, they've just rolled out the red carpet for us. Uh, we, you know, so often you, you'll go through just motions, but I really felt like in that uh, setting, they, they allowed us to see the inside, what their value and how they value uh, those relationships. And it helps those who maybe want to do work with them to know them better. So I really, first of all, I just want to say thank you to Cox Communications and the AGLCC for making that happen. So we had a great in town. Uh, we So the, uh, the the portion of the program, which was uh, towards the end, was a uh, basically, uh, I think it was like a five-minute uh, spotlight that uh, three of us had to uh, to basically share our business, if you want to call it the, the Shark Tank pitch, if you will. And uh, we got to do that. And I got to tell you, uh, apart from the experience, just the preparation alone was worth it. You know, when you spend four or five days, you know, memorizing your script, uh, you tend to kind of hone in on your on what you do even better. And so I really enjoyed the opportunity. Uh, and Leonard, my business partner, was with me as well. He's also my life partner, but he got to join together and and do this together. And uh, you know. Just the process of doing all that and wordsmithing things. I mean, I'm better because of it. Because you know, right now, all that's still ingrained in my head, and uh, and uh, the whole elevator pitch is just kind of locked and loaded now because it, of that. It was an amazing presentation. Um, tell us who won. <laughs> well, um, we all winners. <laughs> I, I'll just say I walked away with a with a gift card to the aquarium. For, awesome, so I got awesome, to swim awesome. some sharks. So. Awesome, awesome. But you you were the the winners. The presentation yeah. was fabulous. All of the the people who presented it was great. But you guys actually walked away with the with the win, with the W, which is important. We did. We had a, we had a good time. We we probably had a surprise ending at the end. We you know we did the uh, the three minutes of just sharing about us, and we had three directors chairs on stage, and uh, they on the back side said Dunlop Productions. That's our company. But, uh, you know, so often those go on site with us, especially when we're doing video production. And uh, our closing line was, um, you know, we do our best work when our clients become our partners. And when we said partners, we turned the chairs around and it was their logo on our chairs. 
Oh, and it was kind of a nice little. Ah, yeah, it brought the house yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> lots of fun. Lots yeah, of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, so tell me, what do you have uh, premiering, um, or what's what's new with Dunlop Productions? Well, uh, the summer has been a very exciting time for us. We are launching, if you will, the our entertainment division. With uh, so often we book uh, other entertainment for our clients, but we are now for the first time offering some of our own entertainment uh, through the company. And for the last year and a half, we have been scouring the Atlanta scene for the best of the best in R&B music. And we have been basically taking notes and extracting players and singers and musicians and, and the like. Um, and so we are rolling out with Atlanta's premier R&B band called the GNS Band, which the undertitle is Music for the Grown and Sexy. And we're premiering uh, on September the 20th uh, at Terminal West over there at King, King Plow Center. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hey, I want to step back just a, a second and talk a little bit more about the Shark Tank. Now, we had great uh, feedback about that event, also about your presentation as well. But what do you think was the reason for your business to have won the competition? Well, I think any time that you begin with the audience in mind, um, you're already ahead. And so we knew that those who were going to be in that room, especially these these three uh, executives from Cox Communications, you know, they didn't know us from from anything. So we really just began with the end in mind by making sure that our presentation was crystal clear in what we did, how we delivered, and what our differentiator was. That's great. It, the uh, grown and sex, grown and sexy is that is that how you GNS band GNS band? Yeah. Yes, we're looking forward to that. And I understand that uh, besides the premiere that you're going to have on September the twentieth. Uh, that you're also going to be uh, entertaining us at the uh, uh, awards dinner this year. Is that is that right? Yes, we're on the docket for the cocktail hour, which precedes the dinner uh, at, on the 23rd. They're they're intercontinental at Buckhead, and we are looking forward to that. Uh, you know, oftentimes the you know that cocktail hour is um, you know kind of Muzak esque, but we're just going to get this thing kicking off with a nice high spirited you know music, and it's going to I think it's going to start the whole evening going. Because there's a lot of great things on the program that night, and we're just we're just one of them. Wow, incredible, incredible! Well, thank you, Dan. Thanks My for pleasure. being with us today. Next up, we have Sandy Mullet. Hi, Emma. How are you? I am well. So, Sandy, um, you also sit on the board of directors um, with the AGLCC, but in the daytime, uh, you work with First Data. I do. Why don't I you do. tell us uh, what what do, what do you do for First Data? Uh, I work for a, a division of First Data called Network and Security Solutions. And basically what we do is uh, we enable from a network consumer enablement uh, perspective, um, we have three divisions of First Data. Uh, we have our merchant, which everybody thinks of as their retailers, uh, where you go buy your shoes, shoes, Emma. Um, <laughs> We have our financial services section, which is our banking clients. And in the middle sits Network and Security Solutions, which is essentially building. You'll see Star Network. A lot of people see Star on ATMs or the yes. back of their cards. You'll see uh, TransArmor, which is our security program. That's the wrapper we put around all these transactions to keep them nice and safe for you. Uh, we have the prepaid solutions. So we have a plethora of solutions that are distributed and enabled by the other parts of our business. So there's a lot of people who are, are familiar with First Data but don't know about First Data because we use, it seems like we're using you every day. You are using well, me every you, day. Well, not you, but, you know, First Data every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, First Data has been around since 1971, but it has been behind the scenes pretty much. 
since then, we have become a global leader in enabling commerce technology. You know, we have financial partners, we have retail partners, um, we have 24,000 associates around the world. We are a global company. Nice. Um, we're in 118 different countries. So, um, you know, people don't understand what's happening behind the scenes, but we are first data and we're enabling those transactions. If you think about $1.9 trillion going through first data on a, on a given year. That's pretty impressive. If you think about 74 billion transactions, that's a whole lot that's of stuff lot. happening. That's a lot. So you see your retailer, you see your bank, and it's first data behind the scenes. So there's been a uh, first data Clover van going around <laughs> Atlanta. What, what's Clover? What is, the, what is the relationship? You know, we're out there. Just like AGLCC is out there, First Data is getting out there. I mentioned that we've been behind the scenes, facilitating the process, uh, enabling technology from commerce, but uh, we're stepping out from behind the scenes and uh, showing what we really have, pulling out to these retailers in our Clover Rover, as we call it. And basically, it's a large van. It's wrapped, uh, and it looks like our various point-of-sale devices, and it is First Data. So we'll pull that up. Uh, we'll go in, we'll set them up, we'll provide service, make sure they're up and running. Big old van sitting out with everything that we need to enable that client uh, to be up and processing with first data. Uh, you may actually see a Clover van at some of the upcoming HELCC events. The Clover Rover will be in the house. Yeah. Oh, so what is Clover, right? Look. Clover. Clover is our point of sale uh, suite of products. If you think about where you swipe your cards, where you dip your cards, what they use to write checks, um, how you process your prepaid payments. You see these things on retailers' counters, right? Sometimes they're black, sometimes they're white. The really coolest one that you'll see is Clover. It's a cool white uh, point-of-sale system. Uh, it is touchscreen and it allows retailers to flip that around. Uh, consumer can use it to enter their data, sign, we have variations of Clover that we'll see and we'll be actually enabling a lot of our AGLCC businesses with. So that's what we've been seeing like in coffee shops where yeah. they punch in what's going on. They turn it around and you, you know, you swipe and then you just sign on the pad. Exactly. Nice. I'm looking at uh, Bruce's uh, phone over here. Uh, we all know that nowadays you can plug the little device in the top of your phone and your phone becomes a payment enabled device. Um, Clover goes all the way down to the smallest device to the full cash register system. Beautiful. Awesome. awesome. Well, Sandy, we're delighted to have First Data as one of the partners with the AGLCC. So tell us a little bit about the relationship with First Data and the AGLCC. Yeah. You know, Bruce, we are so honored to be the first corporate platinum sponsor of AGLCC. I hope many more will come. We met Emma, we met Jack, we met board members from the AGLCC, and First Data is very focused and takes the responsibility of creating an environment uh, that is diverse and inclusive for our associates as well as our communities. We understand the communities we're in, um, so a lot of folks think that First Data is actually local, um, that their headquarters is in the city that we're, <laughs> we have an office, and that's intentional because we take that commitment and that responsibility to our community seriously. And when we talked to the AGLCC, they were all about helping businesses grow. 
helping these small businesses succeed. And that's exactly in line with the objectives and goals of First Data. So it, it was a natural relationship, and we need to make that happen. Nice. Uh, let me ask you another question. Um, why is that relationship important to First Data? And mm -hmm. uh, do you have a message um, for other corporations who may also be considering uh, sponsorship or partnership with the AGLCC? Absolutely. So everything you can do uh, from a corporate perspective um, to get out and make yourself known, but it's the community. It is, are you moving the needle within your community? And I think the AGLCC and what they're doing in the small business community applies to all of us from a corporate level in, first at, uh, in Atlanta. We are only successful when these businesses are successful. Whether you're selling soft drinks or airline tickets or hardware or payment processing solutions, um, we are as successful as these businesses. So AGLCC has a very specific focus on this objective. There's a lot of other organizations which are fantastic, and we're all part of them, and they have very broad reach. This is a very focused effort that uh, will help all of us succeed. So we know that on August 2nd, the AGLCC is hosting our AGLCC University at First Data. And this one seems like it is going to be absolutely special. Um, it's going to be a small business extreme makeover. Why don't you tell our listeners what that means? Yeah. So, you know, this is an opportunity for, uh, again, for us to teach the business community about what is First Data? What do we have to offer? Um for those who don't know, and a lot of small businesses don't, they assume that these things magically appear and something hap magic happens in the background. Uh, but we have a, a ton of assets that we can bring and help these businesses. And we want to be able to showcase those, but we want to enable. And so we're going to select, actually, of the attendees, three that will essentially pitch their business to us. And we will go in, provide consultative services, and give them our solutions to enable them and get them up and running uh, and processing payments so that they can move money and only focus on the stuff that's important to them, like Emma, like focusing, focusing on shoes. <laughs> you know, the exciting part is the, the folks that are going to be in attendance. Um, we'll have our most senior executives from First Data there meeting these small businesses, collaborating, understanding what their needs are. We'll have uh, the AGLCC uh, board there and members. And then we'll also have uh, David Perry from the Small Business Administration. It's a great opportunity to provide consultative services while we're there. It's a networking opportunity. And I know very special to the AGLCC members is the presence of uh, our procurement, procurement team. Awesome. You never know where you may make a connection there and become a new vendor of First Data. Are there any specific uh, types of businesses that uh, uh, you think would be a good fit or maybe that you're looking forward to working with? You know, I, I think uh, all retailers uh, in, in this particular event, uh, we have financial institution as well as retail clients. But I think this is a great opportunity for retail clients to come and find solutions that are very easy, quick, uh, seamless, and very secure. So I would encourage if you own a business out there and you have uh, the need to accept payment for your goods and services, show up, come network with us. 
and especially those like Dan that provide uh, vendor type services, you're going to meet some great people and make some great connections. So there's an opportunity for business owners to register to um, basically to win the opportunity uh, to get the small uh, business extreme makeover. Um, How do they go about doing that? You know, it's very, very easy, Emma. Tell me, how easy is it? It is so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Go to atlantagaychamber.org. That's the AGLCC website. On the left-hand side, you'll see a, a little highlighted area for the extreme makeover. Click on that. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to, one, register, and two, submit your entry for the Extreme Makeover. We will select three, and then we'll pick one on-site at the event. Um, we need to make sure all of the entries for the Extreme Makeover are in by July 20th. Not a lot of time here. And then everybody that wants to register and attend by August 1st. Awesome. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about First Data? You know... I'm so proud of First Data. Uh, We're a huge company. Uh, I mentioned that we're around the globe, uh, 24,000 associates. And I'm so incredibly proud of uh, the measures we're taking to be more inclusive, be more diverse. Um, We don't just say it. We don't just write checks and uh, check boxes. We get involved in our communities. And working with the AGLCC is just one way we're doing that. Thank you, Sandy. Well, I get the great honor and opportunity to introduce everybody, Sheila Merritt, and announce that Sheila is our new corporate partner relationship manager with the AGLCC. So uh, welcome back, Sheila. For those who may not be familiar, can you tell us a little bit about the Atlanta Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce? Certainly. Um, first off, thank you very much to you and Emma for having me here today. Um, this is an exciting opportunity, and I'm thrilled to to be a part of this broadcast. So thank you very much for that. Um, and then for those who may not be familiar uh, with the Atlanta Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, um, the AGLCC exists to promote the economic growth and advancement of our LGBT and allied business members, our nonprofit organizational members, as well as our corporate partners and their employees through advocacy, leadership, education, and support. And that's a really formal statement, but really it's about um, advocacy through economics. Um, the chamber is a is a traditional chamber um, that you might think of that you know perhaps your your parents you grew up uh, with them going to to those functions and events. Um, how we differ is that rather than um, being focused on a geographical region, um, it's about uh, LGBT. Um, and allied business owners, corporate partners, and um, nonprofit organizations. Now, the uh, corporate partner relationship manager uh, position is a newly created position with the chamber. And uh, what will you be doing as a corporate partner relationship manager? Well, I'm so excited um, because it is a new position. Um, I have some flexibility to figure out with our corporate partners what that means, what do they need? Um, And we will respond um, to their feedback and mold this position accordingly. Um, But right out of the gate, um, it'll be a a two-pronged approach. Uh, One, of course, is making sure that our existing partners um, have a great experience with the chamber, that they get the most out of their partnership, um, that they have exemplary customer service. And then, of course, there's a business development component to it in that um, I will be going out and with the help of our board of directors and our members, 
partners, um, increasing of the number of corporate partners that we have and encouraging everyone in Atlanta's business community to become involved with the AGLCC. So Sheila, I know you have a, a really long history with the AGLCC already, and you were one of my mentors actually. Um, and can you tell us what what um, about your history with the AGLCC? Sure, absolutely. Um, I've been involved with the chamber, you know, the old saying, since dirt was new and God was a boy. (laughs) Um, So it's been a long time, um, and I'm happy to say my introduction to the AGLCC was actually an invitation to a BBL. Um, So again, uh, as Sandy mentioned, you just never know where opportunities um, might present themselves. And that's how I was introduced to the AGLCC. So I would encourage folks who might not be familiar with the organization, maybe dip their toe in the proverbial water by attending one of those events, which is what I did. Um, And then after that, um, I went to uh, the Chamber uh, Business Expo, which was an annual event um, that we had back in the day. And then from there, I just became more and more involved and started attending the social um, networking functions, the educational programming, um, and then was approached by um, Mickey Parsons and Carla Corley, who are um, past presidents who came before all of us, um, whose hard work uh, we, we continue to build upon today. And they invited me to become a part of the board, uh, which I did. So I spent a couple of years on the board and then moved into an officer position, uh, stepped in as VP, and then uh, spent a term as president. And now uh, very proudly count myself among a really impressive group of past presidents. I'm very excited to be a part of that. And now um, here we are. It's like a family reunion. It's like coming home. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, you've got a a very, you know, deep history with the AGLCC. Um, Can you give us some information uh, uh, also about uh, your uh, specific background that is going to help, you know, qualify you, help you do the the great job that that we know you're going to do in this new role? Sure. Um, I uh, was a a sponsorship director in a uh, previous job, so I um, glean lots of experience and and skill and information from that position in being able to uh, talk with our corporate partners and um, customize what it is they want to have. Uh, from their involvement with the chamber. Um, And then uh, most recently, uh, I spent 15 years as uh, the vice president of business development for an event management and production company called Q&A Events. Um, They actually are a, their CEO is also a past president of the AGLCC and they are a certified LGBTBE. Um, So not only from a sales perspective does that help me, but being an employee of a business that has gone through that certification process and has worked with corporate partners, uh, I understand it from that side as well. So I think that um, uniquely positions me to um, be able to help both members and corporate partners move the proverbial ball down the field. <laughs> well, Sheila, excuse me, you're well known and loved in the community. And oh, thank you. You are, you are. And are there any um, current AGLCC corporate partners that, you know, you're looking forward to working with or that, you know, you know, 
they're on my list of, of going after right away. Sure. Well, of course, I'm really excited to be able to talk about this new position with um, corporate partners that I have a long history with, such as um, the Coca-Cola company, Turner Broadcasting, Cox Enterprises. Uh, but I'm also just as excited uh, to introduce myself and this new position with the chamber to current partners that are new to me, uh, like Redfin, Creative Approach, IHG, Certainly, it's very exciting that that First Data is the first um, platinum sponsor. That's really a big deal and something that that I never thought was going to happen for us. So um, it has already been an exciting thing for me as I've I've been looking through who the current corporate partners are and um, just looking forward to getting out there and saying hello and seeing what we can do to better. The relationship together. So you and you and Sandy will be working closely together. Absolutely, as, yes, um, absolutely. And I'm I'm very excited to see the synergy that's going to happen between the both of you because you both have so much passion about the chamber and um, the chamber's responsibility to our corporate partners as as well as our members. For the 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 corporate partners out there, um, the representatives who may be listening, you know, what would you say to them? Um, about joining the AGLCC and why joining the AGLCC is important? Well, it's important from a number of perspectives. Uh, Certainly when you think about being a a good corporate citizen, putting your money where your mouth is as it relates to being inclusive. But then really when you think about it from a business perspective, I think it it just makes so much sense. we, we touched on a little bit earlier about LGBTBEs. Um, that certification process, oftentimes in a corporate culture, there are mandates that come down from the C-suite that talk about doing business with diverse suppliers. And the AGLCC is a conduit to make that happen for our corporate partners or anyone who might want to become a corporate partner to be able to do business with certified um, LGBT business owners. Uh, so there's that. And then, of course, um, like with anything else, you you um, get out of it what you put into it. A couple of great examples uh, have been talked about here when Dan mentioned uh, Cox and Shark Tank. What a really great customized execution of a partnership that has tangible results and a, a way to uh, grow and help uh, a, a small to mid-sized business and also help that corporate partner find the right business uh, to be able to serve their needs and have as a vendor. Certainly for Stata the, with the upcoming event, the Extreme Makeover. That's so exciting. Um, and what a great way for a company um, to be involved and make the most out of their partnership with the chamber. Uh, so I would say that all of those things and more, uh, if there is an employee resource group, uh, it's a it, the chamber is a place for those employees to come and interact with other professionals. If a corporation is looking for a nonprofit to donate their their time and their talent and and that sort of thing, the chamber can also serve as a conduit there. There are endless possibilities, and I think it's extremely important for anyone who does business here in Atlanta to be involved with the HELCC. Now, Sheila, you mentioned that uh, corporate partners can can work with small businesses, especially those who are LGBTBE certified. Um, can you la- elaborate a little bit on what that means and, and what that process would be to become certified? 
Sure. Just like uh, women-owned businesses have a certification process or veteran-owned businesses or uh, any other minority group uh, has an organization that allows them to be certified, which puts them oftentimes on the radar of a large corporation and sets them apart from their competitors, the AGLCC, through the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, also has a certification program. And a lot of times, uh, large corporations don't want to do business with a small to mid-sized um, company unless they are certified. So this is a uh, this is an opportunity for our chamber members to be able to grow their business and to be able to get in front of those large corporations that might make a, a huge difference in their growth. Uh, so the certification process, the great thing that is different about the AGLCC versus other organizations is that if you are a member in good standing with the AGLCC, your certification fee is waived. So it doesn't actually cost you any extra money to go through this process. Um, now, Dan, as I'm sure you can attest, it's not an easy process. You have to do your homework. Yeah, it's, it's lengthy, but it's very thorough. And uh, I had the privilege of having you vet me on behalf of the National Chamber. So Yes, good. absolutely. Yeah. There was that, that last final piece is a face-to-face -face interview to talk about those things. And so once you get in that pipeline, then uh, people um, in procurement, uh, supply chain, supplier diversity at our large corporate partners. Those will also be some folks that I'll be talking to to talk about what kind of vendors are they looking for? What are they purchasing? What do they need? And hopefully we can then match the, our members with those corporate partners and fill those needs and do great business for everybody. And, and one of the things, one of the other reasons why it is so important for companies to become LGBTBE is we do receive calls. The SBA does receive calls. Um, a lot of corporations are looking for LGBTBE certified companies. And so we need more um, uh, gay and lesbian owned, transgender owned businesses to become certified so that they can be on the list so they can be contacted. I mean, it's a huge opportunity for Lots of people here in the city. Sure. And if anybody out there listening is interested in more information, uh, go to AtlanticGayChamber.org. It's a great place to start, and uh, we'll walk you through that process. Great. Now, uh, just another question about uh, corporate partnerships. Um, can a small business or uh, an entrepreneur become a corporate partner? Absolutely. Um, it, it's about we have a variety of different uh, sponsorship levels, um, and if anyone is interested in doing converting their membership to a sponsorship, uh, we would certainly be happy to talk to them about what that looks like and what that means, and we can even um, talk about customizing the sponsorship so that they get the most out of their involvement with the chamber. Now, someone is uh, interested in, you know, let's say I want to know more. I'm a, I'm a business owner. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the chamber. You know, what, what are some of the opportunities out there to network with our chamber members? Well, there are educational opportunities uh, such as AGLCCU, um, and then there are a, a variety of things that happen all month long, certainly our BBLs, our social networking opportunities, uh, a Fourth Friday, um, and then we have our big annual events uh, like the upcoming dinner uh, around the holidays. We have our Out in the Kitchen event, um, so there are ways uh, for folks to get involved and interact with other professionals and business owners all the time. And again, I would refer folks back to atlanticgatechamber.org for a full schedule of events there. 
So in closing, um, you know, I definitely want to thank you. This was a, a great opportunity to have you here today. The press release went out this morning uh, yes. announcing uh, your new position. It, you know, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about your new position, um, about the chamber, about our great city of Atlanta? It's a wonderful place to do business. And uh, the Atlanta Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce is certainly a unique organization. It really is about doing good business and growing businesses. It's a great place to be. And I would strongly recommend that that folks um, just come and check it out. And um, I also want to thank uh, the ladies at Q&A event. Um, they have been extremely supportive of me through this process. Um, they are a, a leader in, in the chamber and a great example of what an LGBTBE can do um, if, you, if you work the certification appropriately. Uh, and I'm just so excited for all of the things that are in store for the chamber. So uh, many thanks to Jennifer Lutz, our general manager, and Jack Kinley, our president, and certainly uh, Emma and Bruce and the entire board. Um, this is just a, a wonderful time to be a part of the chamber and to be here in Atlanta. So I'm really excited about the opportunity. Well, thank you. Now, Emma, last time we were together, we had some experts that were providing support and resources for elderly and their family members, their, lo their loved ones that would help them plan and, and take care of a number of important issues in their life. And I, from what I understand, you have something coming up, an educational offering that kind of continues on that thread a little bit. What 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 inspired your passion about the the elderly and those concerns? Um, in my day job, I'm a, a certified financial planner, and many of my clients, I would say at this point, it's about 15 percent are between the ages of say 40 and 55, and many of them are having to take care of their elderly parents. Uh, yes, you know, and and um, and so it it. In seeing what people are going through, the strain that it puts on them emotionally, financially, um, I decided that, you know, this is just not a one-off thing, uh, that it's very important now to tell people, you know, you're not alone. These are some resources. These are the things that you should, uh, the conversations you should have with your parents while they're still, you know, have all their cognitive functions, um, to ask them what their wishes are. How do you want to be cared for um, if your health starts to decline or your mental capacity starts to decline? And so I was uh, speaking with my business partner and we decided to put together an event, uh, a workshop for um, uh, our clients and other people that we know called financial planning in the shadow of dementia. And it's really just talking about the things that you need to know um, about, you know, dealing with someone who is suffering from uh, mental, you know, mental capacity issues or even extreme health issues. Um, and we think it's going to be a great event. We're also going to have two of the um, guests that from our last show there uh, tomorrow, Hillary Thomas from AARP and Lisa Kaufman from Senior Care Options. They will also be there talking about resources. I was surprised by all the different programs that AARP offers, even for folks who aren't over the age of retirement. They, they, they really have a wide range of offerings as well. So it's great that you all are serving the community as you are with these types of educational uh, 
opportunities for people to learn how do I handle these how do I get into planning how do I talk about it you know it's better to to um, you know when we were teenagers our parents all had the talk with us as uncomfortable as it was um, but now it's time for us to return the favor and have that uncomfortable conversation with them um, about their financial situation because you know for a lot of people you know some people are actually dipping into their retirement to help take care of their parents and it's not really fair it's not fair for parents we understand that they're very proud very private. You know, that's the era that they came from. You didn't talk about money, but we're in a different day and age now. Parents, um, a lot of our parents didn't have pensions or don't have pensions or don't have health care to help them throughout their, their, their uh, you know, to the end of their life. So it is very important that we have these conversations. And that's something that we're going to be teaching people is how to have the conversation about money, how to ask your parents or bring up the subject of long-term care, how to talk to your siblings and say, hey, we can all pitch in, you know, 50 or $75 a month now, as opposed to having to spend about $1,500 a month to take care of mom or dad. And that's coming up July 20th. There's a noontime session. And if that's not convenient, you're running another one at 6.30 p.m. Correct. The 6.30 p.m. At our noon session, we're going to be offering lunch. And um, it's at, at the office in Buckhead, 3355 Lenox Road on the 10th floor. And in the evening, we're going to have wine and cheese. Seating is limited. As she mentioned, there is going to be some food offered to those who attend. So you'll want to register an RSVP. Where do they go to do that? Uh, FS Wealth Management backslash events. And Bruce, what's going on over at Corbell Group? Anything coming up? Any uh, any changes in the marketplace? From what I understand, there are hardly any houses to be found. Yeah, uh, the Atlanta area has just been identified as having uh, the lowest amount of inventory of available properties of any city in the united states wow. so, so when you get one it sells quick absolutely yes yes yeah if, you, if you've got a house to sell this is the time to do it there's lots of buyers out there <laughs> where do they go to get information about corbell group uh www.corbellgroup.com before we let you all get back to the office anything else you need to throw out there for folks to know well i just want to make sure that everybody's aware of our upcoming fourth friday event uh that we're hosting this friday july 22nd uh it's going to be sponsored by mass mutual and the event's going to be held at henry's midtown it's on 10th and juniper uh 5 30 to 7 30 so if you have the opportunity come on out for some great networking Definitely. And then on August uh, 2nd, we're hosting our AGLCC University at First Data. And you want to tell us where that's located? You bet. We're in uh, Sandy Springs. We're at at 5565 Glen Ridge Connector. Uh, Take 400 straight up. You get to Glen Ridge Connector and you are there. And if people want to uh, register or RSVP, how do they do that? They go to the Chamber uh, website. Go to your left-hand side. Select the event of Extreme Makeover, click, click register, and you're in. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Dan, how do folks get in touch with uh, the Dunlop Productions? Uh, right through our website, uh, dunlopproductions.com, D-U-N-L-O-P-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S.com. And uh, if you'd be interested in coming to the premiere of the GNS Band on September 20th, you can also uh, email us at booking at gnsband.com. 
Awesome. And final thoughts before we let you all head out for the rest of the afternoon. It goes so fast. It goes fast, but I think we have a great, you know, I want to thank our guests. We had a, a, a great show again today, and I'm just very excited about the future of the chamber and just watching the work that's going to be happening uh, just with the people in this room. I'm so stoked. <laughs> well, I really appreciate having you all here with us. It's been awesome getting to meet these folks through the AGLCC. Midtown Business Radio is proud to be uh, supported by AGLCC and a member. And um, I, I look forward to having more of the AGLCC members and folks who should be joining us here in the studio each month on the third Tuesday. And if you've not done so already, go to the upper left-hand corner of the show page. You'll see the Apple logo there. That'll take you over to the iTunes store where the Midtown Business Radio Show podcast lives. And you can subscribe to us. And that way, each week when the new episode comes out, it's downloaded straight to your device, ready for you to check it out whenever it is convenient for you. And we hope you turn around and share this information with your social media networks. You might just put some information in the hands of somebody that you care about that makes a big difference in their personal or professional lives. So we'll say thanks in advance for all the folks that turn around and do that for us. Everybody here in the studio, it's been so fun having you here. I always enjoy having you around, and uh, uh, I appreciate you making time to sit in with us. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you so much. Everybody out there who made us a part of your day today, we say thank you very much. We really appreciate you. We look forward to catching up with you all same time, same place next week. We'll see you then.